At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Lombardi Line Week 7 kicks off as we welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from L.A. Michael Lombardi there, Ocean City, New Jersey in the fall. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. So injuries, we've got a short week. We've got two 2-4 two and four teams, two nondescript teams. Here's one thing I will say, Michael, to kick you off. Let's not complain about this matchup because come summer, I'm when not, we just want football, we're all going to be begging com- for the Saints you, in the you desert. Will not, you will not hear me complain one word about this. No, I'm going to enjoy it. I, I actually think, I said on my pod, I, I like to hear your thoughts on this idea. Amazon Prime should give away the Wizard of Oz and, as a tribute to the mayor. Like, give it away for a week. Let people watch it in Technicolor and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. It'd be great. Kind of a, kind of a, how do we say that, you know, kind of like a branding, keep things in. We'll see if our man, who averages 5.8 yards per attempt throwing the football. Do you know this, Patrick? There's not one receiver other than Hollywood Brown, on the Arizona Cardinals that average over 10 yards a catch. Follow, 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 follow down the yellow brick <laughs> there road. We're just going to go right okay. down it. <laughs> well, why injuries not? Why are should going we? to be. Yeah, why, why, why shouldn't we? And injuries are going to be a point of contention for uh, tonight's Thursday night game with New Orleans at Arizona. Let me set you up really quickly here. Of course, you just mentioned great point by Bill AD in the newsletter, which you can f- sign up for free. Just go to vison.com, enter your email address. Three first quarter points through six games for Arizona. They're averaging 19 points per. We're at a place where Kingsbury might be handing over the play calling duties. DeAndre Hopkins is back. Robbie Anderson, of course, no Marquise Brown. What really concerns you for Arizona, let's start in their camp is Pugh, the left guard, and Hudson, the center. Those two are out, and potentially their top two running backs, Michael. They're banged up, Arizona. Right, and they couldn't, you know, and last week they couldn't protect against Seattle. They had, you know, he got sacked six times in that game. And yep. so that was a problem. And it can't throw the ball down the field, 5.8 yards. And what's remarkable, when you watch them, you would never realize this, but their ability to get completions and rushing attempts is second in the league only to the Eagles. The problem is all they're doing is getting three yards, three yards, three yards. And then when they get to third down, they're so bad on third down at 34.1%, they can't convert. And so it's a real issue. So, you know, their execution on the surface, okay, looks good. Too many negative plays. 
they are playing better defensively. There's no denying that. They've improved from the beginning of the season to where they are defensively. But there has been no explosive plays. Look, I think Hopkins will catch the first pass of the game. I think they're going to try to get the ball to Hopkins all they can. The problem is everybody knows that. There's no other receiver that they're worried about. Rondell Moore, you know, we talked about him in college. He's explosive. Eight yards a catch. How about this? A.J. Green, they're paying all this money to this veteran guy, leadership, all that, right? He's got 10 catches. His longest catch is 10 yards. He's averaging 5.6 a catch. Woof. Woof. Woof is right. Woof is right. And and all this comes back, it circles back to the mayor. Like, is it him and his $250 million contract, or is it they have no explosive receivers? You decide. For those of you that are new to the Lombardi line or GM Shuffle, the new episode up today, vsin.com, the mayor is Kyler Murray. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> those of you that may not know who the mayor is, quickly on the number, we open two, two and a half with Arizona laying it. Immediately, some early money on New Orleans. Michael hit this number down to one and a half. But then now we've started to see percentages and money go to Arizona. And we're everywhere. As a matter of fact, while you were just talking, DraftKings went to three. So DraftKings is 105 on three, so could be headed back to two and a half. But mostly everybody's Arizona two and a half. Yeah, I have it. I have it as a 2.56 game on my power rankings. And wow, you know, and when you look at the number, when you look at this, this, these two teams, they're just not. They they don't execute in the key areas of where you what wins games. I mean, New Orleans just turns the ball over way too much. I mean. They can't get any consistency. They turn it over too much. And Arizona can't make an explosive play. And when the head coach won't take field goals, you know, when he won't take field goals, then they're not going to – last week they didn't score a touchdown. I know they had nine points in the game, but they got the ball because the punter of Seattle dropped the ball in the end zone and and Bonjo recovered it. So – this offense has not been explosive in every game they've played. I mean, they were fortunate enough in the Raider game to get those two touchdowns and the two-point conversions with a with a phantom call in the end zone that nobody remembers now, but I do. So, question for you. If this offense, which is scoring 19 points per, and they hired the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, because he's an offensive genius, the defense is outshining the offense right now, the quarterback has devolved this year. So what is the point of Kingsbury? And what is the point of what's happening right now in the desert? Because they re-upped Kyler. They re-upped Kingsbury. It's a mess right now. It really is. I mean, and, and the best unit they have, and, and I think he's doing it with mirrors more than he's doing anything, is is what 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 Vance Joseph's doing on defense. I mean, I think he's doing it more with, with, with less talent, you know? Percentage of scoring, teams don't score on him. He's played really well. They've gotten better. They've played better run defense lately. They've kind of eliminated giving up the big plays. I mean, when you start the season off and you give up over 400, almost 500 yards to Kansas City, they've kind of scaled that back. Now, they don't turn the ball over. They're not a fast, explosive defense. And so when the offense turns the ball over, like they've done in the past three weeks, they've turned it over four times. They're fortunate enough against Carolina. That went for a score against Carolina on a fumble recovery. But for the most part, they haven't turned the ball over with offensively. I mean, defensively. So when the offense doesn't turn, when the offense turns it over, they get in trouble. I, I think this is another low-scoring game. I think both teams have to be very careful how they play this one because both teams are not explosive when they're trying to make plays. Well, you're all over the movement as far as the total open forty-six-ish somewhere in there, and it's forty-three and a half pretty much everywhere across the board. DraftKings is sitting forty-four. Of course, the primetime unders continue to cash. Uh, this is again. No Marquise Brown, so the injuries and potentially done for the year. Robbie Anderson and his impact, kind of a similar player to Brown. You can line him up outside. You can tell him to go. Do you expect anything from the mercurial wide receiver here? I, I, I don't see how he can actually come in and do that. I really don't. I think it's going to be hard for him to, uh, to come in and learn the offense and get on the same page with this guy. You know, I mean, look, let's face it. I mean, they have not been a fast starting team there, but you know they don't score points in the first half. So I, I can't really see that. I can't see them being able to to get him. I mean, throw a nine route. Everybody knows when he's going to go in the game. It's either going to be a nine. Robbie's not a yards after the catch receiver. He's not a great slant runner. He's an outside the field over route, deep comebacks, nine routes. And so when you know that going in, I'm sure Dennis Allen. Hey, if he's in the game, it's going to be a nine or a comeback. We got to play that. 
So mention Pugh, who's out for the year. Wasn't he going to retire before the year started as well? The guard, he's very good. And Rodney Hudson, yeah. the center's out. This is a team that gave up six sacks to maybe the worst pass rush in football. That is the Seattle Seahawks. Constant pressure on Kyler Murray. What concerns me, and I know this is a broken record, Michael, but was just the body language in Seattle. Again, remember, uh, Arizona racked up 27 and a half points per game against the Raiders and Panthers. Against the Chiefs, the Rams, the Seahawks, and Eagles, they've scored under 15. So there's yeah. two anomalies there. This has been just disastrous on offense. What What's the change from a team that went to the postseason last year? I, I mean, they're so far down in every category. I think the change is simply people are playing the quarterback better. I think they rush him. They understand who he is. They eliminate the beat-beat plays, him running around, throwing here, throwing there. And he looks so disinterested. I mean, yes. does he not look disinterested yes. to you? Like, if I were the yes. general manager of the Cardinals, I'd say, like, we're counting on you to be our leader. We're not counting on you to be moping. You know, and then they're not even attempting to block. I mean, how do you think that went over in the team meeting room? I mean, if that would have happened in New England or anywhere, I mean, the, the coaches, I mean, this is what we want from our players. I mean, we're just not even going to try. I mean, at least Carson Wentz tried. He tried to get in the way of that. So I, I right. don't know. I mean, to me, this is all goes back to what we saw last year. They obviously didn't see it. You know, when he came back off that injury, remember when he came back off that injury in Chicago, they, they won, but – they were not throwing the ball effectively at all in that game. Uh, I just want to reiterate what you just said there. So when we're watching Thursday night, when we were watching Washington and Chicago, remember when Wentz kept on going to that pack and putting his fingers and his hand inside because his hand was broken. He's out for the next right. four to six weeks. His hand was broken while with a broken hand on an end around. He was throwing blocks. We bring that up because we had Rondell Moore a little end around where he had to adjust in Seattle. And Kyler Murray literally stood there almost like, yeah, have fun with that. That is an issue. That's an issue. I, I think it is. I don't see how you could overlook that. I really don't. I don't see how you overlook that. I, I just feel like to me, he shows you he's not interested. And all this conversation about, well, you know, that clause shouldn't have been in his contract. That clause, should, you know, wait a minute. Time out here. Time out. Wait a minute. We're, we're seeing a guy that makes mistakes on the field, slides when he shouldn't have slide, made the kicker. We didn't even get to the kicker. I mean, have they changed? I know they put a kicker on their practice squad, but do you really want to do you really want to bet this game in a three-point game with Matt Amadola, the kicker for Arizona? If that's what you want to do, then don't ask me for advice. I don't want to do it. So the cards, you mentioned it, and I agree with you. You mentioned the disparate, how different they are. in the first, They've been outscored 41-3 to three in the first quarter. They're your worst betting first-half team, and then they turn it on in the second half. So it's just it's but what, were slow they, starts. But were they pick it up? But were they pick it up? I mean, last year they averaged 28 seconds per play. This year they're down to 26.4, which is still high in the league. Everybody's playing slower. Everybody's playing slower. The Bucks and the the Bucks and the Lions are the fastest two teams in the league at twenty six point three, but the Bucks last the Lions were at twenty eight two last year. I mean Buffalo was at twenty eight five. They're down to twenty seven. I think there's a lot of slower pace going on here. Even though even that's one of the reasons why we're seeing this this. You wonder why the unders are coming in. We're down a point per game, Patrick. It is. It, it's interesting how we've seen scoring decrease this year across the board in the NFL. By the way, the Lions may want to slow down because speeding up gets that defense out there quicker. <laughs> that's so just, a, that's just... unbelievable. I, that's what I love. <laughs> they can't play defense, but they're going to play fast. So let's okay? speed we'll it just up. give you the ball. Yeah. All right. That's the Cardinals. The Saints also banged up. We'll get to their side. Plus, I have a prop for Kyler Murray I want to throw at Michael next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, speaking of Lombardi, tomorrow he's going to drop the Lombardi look ahead. If you want to get yeah. that article, you have to be a VSEN pro. That's what I'm telling you. It's a 99 bucks through the Super Bowl. So, what you get is you get literally every guide NHL, NBA, college, pro, but you get point spread weekly every Wednesday, exclusive articles from Michael. You get our picks. Remember, if you don't feel like handicapping, we'll do it for you, and we'll send you an email every day, but you have to become a VEASAN pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I look forward to the Lombardi look ahead. We, Steven and I were talking I about that. I look forward that. to writing it. You know, the one thing when you write, it, it helps you kind of uh, condense your thoughts. It helps you kind of look at the league from a little bit of a, an objective standpoint, kind of push it back and – and kind of get some things and, and take some ideas that perhaps that nobody's really discussing. Like, for example, talked about it on the podcast, you know, yards per attempt in rushing is up, but yards per attempt in passing is way down. I mean, the lack of explosive plays, like if I were to say to you, Patrick, Miami Dolphins, how many times have they scored over 20, 21, 22 points in the league this year? You would say how many? Uh, you would think a lot. You got McDaniel's, you got the pre-snap motion, you've got this exotic offense. You must they must be scoring, no? No. I mean they've only they've only had the one game, the outlier game is the Baltimore game. Everything else they they've scored in the teens or twenty or twenty one. Yeah, yeah, that's that one half. I mean half that was like, nuts. And other than that, they can't make an explosive play and they can't get it down the field. They're kind of like it, the, the and so my point is is we as better in a betting network, we have to be very careful of kind of allowing these perceptions to build in our head that these teams are what they really aren't. You know, we think Miami explosive. Okay, yeah, they've got explosive players. They haven't been able to make that because defenses are defending them a lot different. They've scored, what, 15 well, – they've scored three times in the teens. Now, they don't have two in the game. Skylar Thompson, I thought, would have won the game for them, but he got hurt. But still, they're just so inconsistent with their inability. They get too many penalties. I know we don't want to talk about Miami. I don't know how we got on it. But that, to me, is kind of as better as we have to throw out the perceptions and look at really the facts. Well, I'd like to elaborate. Let's talk about that, but let's equate it to the Saints. The Saints are scoring 23.5 points per game. I mentioned Arizona. They're scoring 19 points per game. It's almost like where the Wildcat, remember when your boy down in Miami started running that Wildcat and yeah. eventually you and others were like, don't worry, defenses will catch up to this. And now the Wildcat is used very sparingly. The best way I know this is a better. Back in the day, I used to look at the board and I'd see totals in the 30s, right? You know, 34, 35, 36s. For the last few years, Michael, we've only seen 40s into the 50s. This year, we're starting to see a bunch of 30s pop up. And as a matter of fact, three games are sitting in the 30s as I look at the board uh, right now. Tonight's game, 43 and a half on the total. Let's go to the Saints. We don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback. The expectations are Andy Dalton. Let's start there. Do you expect to see the Red Rifle under center tonight? I, I, I do. You know, I think we'll get some Taysom Hill. I mean, they got to get Taysom Hill. Do you know Taysom Hill's got five touchdown rushing already this season? 
I mean, they need him and be part of their offense because what's happened since the Carolina game that they lost, they haven't been able to really stop anybody. Minnesota, they didn't stop anybody. Seattle, they couldn't stop them. They won, but they didn't stop Seattle. Seattle scored 30. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry, Patrick. Bless you. No, you're I fine. apologize. I couldn't help Which it. Which is odd because it. we expect that defense, especially that front. You expect stops exactly. from that defense coming into the year. Exactly. Last week when they had the chance to win the game, they're, you know, they're up by, they were up by five points. They're up by, no, they were up by three points. You know, Cincinnati comes down the field and scores. So I, I, their defense hasn't been able to get control. They haven't been able to stop the run. Right, they they given up four six a carry, and where you think they would be good, they're good on third down. But I don't think they can actually get control of the game. And as the longer the game goes, they become less effective. They've given up sixty points, sixty three points in the fourth quarter this year, Patrick, in six games. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of points in the fourth quarter. Hundred percent, and the injuries are adding up here. No Jarvis Landry, no Michael Thomas. Olave is going to return from that concussion. The- I will say this. They need him. This, they need Olave. I mean, I don't know how, you know, Landry's him. a tough guy, but they need Olave. They need somebody to make explosive plays. And Kamara's back. I thought Kamara looked like Kamara of old last week. He did. He did. And I actually thought he was ruled out last week. That was my, I apologize for that uh, heading into the game. He looked like he had that burst because uh, it looked like, I don't know, it's weird. He's to me. If you start the running back conversation before the season, I think you would agree with this. Kamara would have been top three. There was something missing. I don't know if the off the he field was stuff added up. I he, think he was hurt. I, yeah, I think he was hurt. Now tonight's game, I think to me is betters and betting network here. We got to be really careful. We got two field goal kickers that you can't rely on. Will Lutz is inconsistent. Even from the three, he's missed one from thirty. He's missed two inside of forty. You got to be really careful here. And then of course Amadola. I'm not sure why he's even on a team. But he is now. They, they. I don't know if he's going to play. They may cut him today. They have a kicker on their practice squad. But you know, with this line being where it is, just be careful. Be really careful here about what side you're going to pick because you're going to go with a kicker that could be a lot of trouble. Also, huge miss for the Saints. I know he's out last week, but no Marshawn Lattimore. Why do I bring that yeah. up? Wide receiver ones. Let's take a look. Jefferson, Tyler Lockett, and Jamar Chase last week all had big games. Marshawn Lattimore, you can leave him alone. I'm looking DeAndre Hopkins. His number is 60, 61 and a half, somewhere in between there for receiving yards. You expect there to be a concerted effort to get the ball to Hopkins tonight. No Lattimore. Yeah, you know that Dennis Allen knows that. To me, this game's all about how Dennis Allen rushes the quarterback, how he keeps him in the pocket, forces him to be a drop-back passer, forces him to make plays, and makes him have to see the field. And that's something he hasn't done. That's why these yards per attempt are so low. You know, when he has a clean pocket, he can see the field. When he doesn't, when it gets tight, you know, 5.8 yards per attempt, Patrick, is, is an all-time bad. I mean, that's not even close. You know, that's, that's not even backup quarterback-like. I mean, that's really as bad as it gets. And, you know, and, and we're seeing this decline in, in him. Usually what happens when you see older quarterbacks, you see this yards per attempt go way down because of they're getting hit too much. But, you know, when he first came in the league, he was at 6'9". Then he went to 7-1. Then he had the huge spike last year. In the beginning part of the season last year, he had the huge spike. He's up to 7. Now he's down to 5'8". Like, he's never been a down-the-field thrower, except for last year a little bit. But I think people now, after 52 games of being a starter, I think people have a better understanding of how to play the guy. I totally agree with you. I'm going to get to a prop with Kyler here in a second. A Taysom Hill, anytime touchdown score tonight, plus 140, plus 150, somewhere in there. I think you're going to see a lot of Hill. I think they have to get exotic he, with Hill, and that's going to start. He really helps their offense. He gives them a dimension that, you know, and I'm sure – you know, Vance Joseph, who's done a nice job defending in the last three games, knows this when he comes in. But he could still throw it a little bit, too. So I think you'll see that. I think you'll see the way they've rotated these quarterbacks in. I think you'll see a little bit of both. I was looking at the numbers, like as far as Kamara, because I expect Kamara to continue. But, you know, the Cardinal defense, Joseph deserves a lot of credit. When you start digging into their numbers, for example, wide receiver one against the Cards, the you know, they've shut down the wide receivers. They, they've they actually done a pretty good job against the run this year. And if you ask just a common fan, to let, let me know who the stud is on the Cardinals defense. You're not going to find many that can give answers. They, they've actually played quite well. They really they have. They played better I mean, they than helped. the Saints defense. 
They've played – look, they have played really well since the second half of the Raider game. They have. You know, they lose to the Rams 20, to, but but they they only gave up 20 to the Rams. Not that the Rams are very good offensively. The other factor is they held Philly to 20 points. That's 17-7. They made Philly drive it down the field. Philly had to kick a field goal at the end of the game. So they gave themselves a chance to win. They played Philly as well as anybody has played Philly Correct. all year long. And they've really, other than the Kansas City game, they just haven't played, you know, they didn't play defensively very well there in the Kansas City game. But other than that, I think they have. Uh, in the first half of the Raider game where they're behind 20 to nothing. But since that, since that game, they have really done a nice job. You know, they now they haven't played great offenses. Philly was the best one. They had, And they held Philly. Look, Philly only ran the ball for 139 yards against them, which is not typical for Philadelphia. And that's why, with the unders continuing the cash for Arizona, that's why you're seeing that number drop. Of course, Thursday night unders are 5-1 and one this year. I got a prop for you. So Kyler Murray's rush total is set at 32 and a half yards. That's what I got it at. It's in between 29 and 33. So let's go 32 and a half. Season's on the line. Six sacks last week. The offensive line is in tatters. My expectations are designed runs because, again, Williams and Connor, both question marks. Williams is out, and James Connor potentially could be out. Designed runs. A lot of pressure from the Saints with the offensive line in tatters up, up the middle. I expect... Kyler to get out and run tonight. I think he's got to. I think he's got. They got to move him around the pocket. They got to do something for him so he can see it down. They got to make explosive. They're not going to beat anybody averaging five point eight yards per attempt. It just doesn't work. It, and and what's happening is is their completion percentage is unbelievable. He's attempted two hundred fifty two passes for the season. You know that that's and so but he's but he's not making any plays with those plays. Like you've got to be able to get the ball down the field. And they've got to be careful because that offensive line isn't very good right now. You think Bidwill goes to Keim, the general manager, and says, so we paid him, right? Is this going to get better? Because he looks dis... He just got I mean, paid I would, and he looks disinterested. They sit That's next to each time. other at the game. They sit next to each other at the game. I'd hate to be in that seat. I would be like, oh, man, don't ask me that question. They're like, contenders or pretenders next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Lombardi Line, as we welcome you back here on a Thursday, we kick off week seven, Thursday night football, of course, there in the desert, New Orleans at Arizona. The number's sitting two and a half. DraftKings went to three with Arizona laying it. We'll continue the conversation in regards to Thursday night football. We've got a stack show. Got Will Hill coming up in about 12. We've got professional handicapper Mike Samich. And we've got the red hot Mike Palms on fire. Palms pressing five. Or excuse oh, me, three. Maybe he'll add up two to five. It. No, no, no. I'm just joking. It's three. But he is, and we have to give him a few minutes to discuss it. He's been oh, he's... freaking on fire, Palm. Really has. It's, and, you know, obviously he, he's, he's competing against 16 of the best handicappers in the country, in college and in pro, which I think is the hardest thing. You know, people ask me, who do you like at college? Uh, some teams I have a feel for, some teams I don't. But, you know, that, these guys are doing it in both in, in, in the Matt Humans I Never Sleep tournament, you know, because it's really remarkable how they're handling it, and it's great. I think it's, it, it's, I think it's great for our network. I think it's great that for the Circa, and I think it's great that Derek Stevens did what he did to put the money up. So it's, it's a lot of – I look forward to listening to the shows. Oh, it's great. It is, it's called Saturday Bet Prep. It's 9 to midnight Eastern time. But remember, what Michael's referencing is the Circa Invitational, where they've got 16 professional handicappers, including our buddy, uh, the Bear, Chris Felica, but you can get all those picks. All you have to do is become a VSIN pro, vsin.com slash subscribe. You can get the professional's picks. So make sure you check that out. Okay. I texted you on Sunday as the Jets were absolutely beating down. We're going to get to contenders and pretenders, but they were beating down the Packers. And I was concerned about BDV. And that's Big Daddy Vince. That's Michael Lombardi's <laughs> um, cousin. And he, of yeah. course, is the biggest Packer fan on the planet. Well, Aaron Rodgers made public suggestions that the offensive game plan needed to be simplified. And then LaFleur came out and said, yeah, I don't really know what he's talking about. I, to start this conversation, I have a question for you. We've worked together for a long time, and I've never noticed something behind you. We always talk about genuflecting 
at the feet of Matt LaFleur. When you bring up his name, he's won 13 games for three straight years. We talk about genuflecting. Did you put the Bible behind your behind you in your office because of Matt LaFleur? Because when you stood up this last time, I noticed there's a Bible behind you. It's not a Bible. It's a dictionary. <laughs> That's a huge dictionary. That's not a Bible. Okay, so then now, we have, to, now we have to pull back the curtain. We, the, me and the control room were all taking bets on what the book was behind you, and now we know That's it's a, a it's a dictionary. It looks sweet. It's it a looks huge, awesome. It's a huge dictionary. It's one of those old it's one of those diction old dictionaries that you have, and so you can look up words and the meaning and all that. Yeah, it's tremendous. It's and and, it, okay. and it's so heavy. It's so heavy. You have to have a place for it. I didn't have a place in my other office, and I here it's it's so you know when you're writing a lot. You know, sometimes when you're in the middle of writing something, you don't want to stop and go and get out of that to get to something else. And, you know, you don't. So it's always easier to kind of have the old school way to doing it. Well, do do me a favor. Either lean just a little bit to the left or right so the viewers can take a look because it's a pretty I'll, sweet I'll looking. I'll see it. Look, no, right I, I'll, over I'll your shoulder. Actually, you, can, you can see it. Let me see here. There, there, there it is right there, here. It's you just can a, see it. It's yeah, look at, look at that. That thing's sweet. And that's for Rob back in the control room. Rob said it's probably a dictionary because of how much you write. So, Rob, you were right. Stephen yeah. Bond said Bible. I was somewhere in the middle waffling per usual. My mother would have liked it to be a Bible, but obviously it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um, let's uh, let's go there. Three and three. Again, Lafleur three straight 13-win seasons. They're 17th in passing yards. They're 22nd in points scored on offense. Rodgers this year has just 20. He has He's 8 of 27 on passes of 20-plus yards. So there's a lot missing. And, by the way, a defense that's loaded with studs is underperformed. No doubt. I mean, but here's where I think we, we lose sight a little bit of things. And this is where... You know, I've tried to explain this to Big Daddy, and, and, and he doesn't want to hear it because Big Daddy starts with Gutekust. He starts with Murphy and works his way down. He thinks that LaFleur, he has other names for LaFleur, but he thinks LaFleur is basically just in charge of fan engagement. And now when, when, when LaFleur was trying to get the team excited, he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't buying that. But to me, when you traded away Devontae Adams, you can't say to yourself, I'm going to run the same offense that I had last year with with Rodgers, and I'm just going to put pieces in. Like, this isn't baseball. You don't replace a third hitter with another third hitter, right? Like, you've got to figure out who's going to replace him. And when they decided to go the young route, right, and this is why Rodgers is saying what he's saying, when they decided to go the young route, they had a, they've got to scale back because these guys are making way too many mistakes, they're not running the routes at the right depth, and and the fans can't see the mistakes, and the TV commentators don't see the mistake because they're not they're not out there, they're not overt, right? They're, they're the subtleties in the mistakes they're making, and so when you're watching their tape, there's no rhythm, rhyme, or reason on what they're doing because they're running Green Bay's offense with Devontae Adams that they don't have them anymore. So why? So when you had Devontae Adams, you're going to get a rolled coverage to that side. You're all, there, nobody was going to leave him on an island unless it was zero blitz, right? And that, then you're taking your chance in your own hands. So you know when you have a skilled player like Adams or Tyreek, you're getting certain coverages rolled to him. So that sets up other things. Now you don't have to play it. I thought his key line that he said, in, in what Rodgers said, and you have to break down everything he says, he said the Jets understood what we were doing. They took it away. Th- mm. That's a really revealing statement. They knew – what he was trying to get to. And so they were able to do it. You know, and that's an indictment on LaFleur's offense of not being adaptive to his new situation. Every year's a new year. And and one of the things I think with these stats I was talking about on the podcast is the game is shifting, Patrick, from this offset back shotgun all the time. It's eventually, we're going to get back to a two-back attack eventually because Teams don't know how to defend it, and it takes some of the pressure off the quarterback. All the pressure that's getting put on the quarterback in this in this spread, constant spread, not spread on third down, I'm talking about regular downs, is a problem, and LaFleur never adjusted it. Like, he's running the same offense as if he's got Devontae Adams out there. That makes no logical sense. We will see the I formation a plenty in the future because that's just the way the world works. Everything's cyclical. Everything comes and goes. It's just the kind of the way things go. But to your point 
about Lafleur, and it's interesting. Even with the thirteen and three seasons, you always said there was something missing. What you just said concerns me. When a coach is married to a system but can't adjust and can't adapt based on personnel, that's a big time concern. Well, he's never been that way. Like he, like this, I always laugh about. My, Sir Sir Wink Martindale got you know played against him. He was zero for eleven on third down when he was the OC at Tennessee. I mean, this game he's four for sixteen on third down against the Jets. He had sixteen third downs in the game. They're four for sixteen. Now the Jets were one for eleven. They still won the game. So he's never been an adjustment coach. He's never he's never said, oh wait a minute, I can't block that end over here. I can't block Pierre Paul. I can't block Shaq Barrett. But that's okay. I'm just still going to try to get five out. He's never been. He's a I'm going to run my stuff. Going to run my now. People say that's ridiculous. People no Zach Taylor and him and all the they run their things. That's what they run. And it's the player's job to execute. It's it looks perfect on the blackboard. They all think they're quoting Bill Walsh. That's not that isn't even remotely what Bill Walsh believed. It was about adjustments for Bill. Green Bay, can they get right? They're three and three. They head to Washington. Taylor Heineke under center for the Commanders. The Commanders in that conversation for worst team in football. Uh, the number opened five and a half ish. It's been bet down to four and a half five. So this is you know this is essentially. Again, offensive line's been a disaster. The wide receivers haven't clicked. The defense has failed to live up the expectations. The special teams is a mess. A lot going on right now in a two, two, two straight losses here for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, and look, they, they have not been able to – you know, one of the things that really affect the, the Packers is they can't stop teams from completing passes. That They've gotten – like Daniel Jones had like five incomplete passes. I mean – when, when Zach Wilson only throws the ball 11 times in the game, I mean, I had 10 completions in the game. I mean, come on. What are we doing? We don't get enough pressure on the court. We can't create turnovers. It, it's a real issue. And, and the, you talk about a team that doesn't adjust. I mean, they haven't really adjusted. They never saw the green. I mean, they're up 17-3 to against the Giants. And all they have to do is keep extending that lead or get a stop on third down against the Giants and – they let the Giants stay right in the game, get it 17-10 at the half. No, they got a 20-10 at the half. And then they can't score in the second half. They can't score in the second half. I mean, they can't stop the run. That's the number one thing. 25th in the league in yards per attempt, right? You could say, well, they're great against the pass. Well, the reason people are good against the pass is they haven't played a lot of great quarterbacks, A. And B, when you can run the ball like the Jets did against them, why should you throw it? We've got Will Hill, who's Mr. Minnesota Viking, coming up next. What's funny is they could win that division. Do you think Minnesota's any good? No. I mean, I, I watched the, the them Packers, yesterday again. I, I don't know how they won that game. I don't know how they won that game. I mean, they were not good against Miami. Miami won the game. Mike, Give Mike Pomp credit for taking Minnesota in that one because I didn't see that. And Miami, you know, losing their quarterback, I think that affected them. But still, they made enough big plays to win the game. I was dialed in on that Minnesota-Miami game. Minnesota's offense was disgusting. They were bad. Very bad. And fascinating as they lead that division, which is terrible. Okay, Mr. Viking Will Hill is coming up next. We'll take a deep dive. He's got a prop and a play on the Thursday night game next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football fans, you can turn a loss into the win and a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night football game. So again, if your bet loses on that first touchdown score prop, you'll receive up to 25 bucks back in free bets. It's a great deal. It's free money coming back to you. Take a chance at that first touchdown score prop over at BetMGM. It's very easy to do. BetMGM.com or download the app. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. 21 years or older. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Lombardi Line, we're back here. We're loaded today. Samich in the next hour. Mike Palm, who's been red hot. And now we bring in Vison Insider. We take a deep dive with our buddy Will Hill. He is what, Michael? He's Mr. Laker. He's Mr. Yankee. I mean, I don't know how he's doing And he's it. Mr. Viking. He's got everything going. I mean, I'm sure he's probably running two or three soccer teams. I don't know how the hell he has time to do it all. I, I just don't know. But he's got the Lakers he's working on now. He's got to fix the Dolphin. I mean, fix the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. Yeah, it's a busy, busy time for you, Will. Busy I time. wasn't nervous, but now you told me I'm opening for Mike Palm. Now this this changes everything. I I don't know that I'm I'm fully prepared <laughs> yeah, to open that, that, yeah, that. Hey, look. Hey, Celine Dion opened for Michael Bolton, so everybody starts somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. I, wow, I don't yeah. know who's I don't know who's Celine in the analogy, but I agree. I think Ben Fox was the one that tweeted. He said, "This is the 27th time where everything came together. The equinox. You got an NFL game, NHL game." NBA game, Major League Baseball. So you got a lot on your plate today, Will. That's why the beard. You haven't taken care of the beard in a long time because you've been overwhelmed here, no? Yeah, and, and this is your department. I guess there's a Major League Soccer, some sort of playoff. I saw somebody yes, tweeting about there's, there's, there's like the Philadelphia games. Union. So yeah, you get off. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's good. It, it, it's a lot at once. It's definitely a lot at once, but it's, uh, it's a fun time of year. This game tonight, look, it's uh, we haven't been spoiled with the most exciting games the last couple Thursday nights, but they've at least been close. But I think tonight's a good example. Like, look, as betters, you don't have to swing at every pitch. You don't have to bet every game. They're starting to see some threes pop up. Uh, at three, I'd be tempted here to take the dog. But, uh, you know, it, it's just I never like taking these road teams on Thursday night. The Saints have a, a kind of a troubling injury report with no Landry, no Lattimore. Uh, Michael Thomas is just a rumor at this point. He never plays football. Uh, so I'd be tempted to, to take the three. It's just a tough spot on the road Thursday night. Uh, Arizona's just a mess. I don't know that Hopkins is going to come back and solve everything. I, I'm surprised they've taken money here. If you look at Hopkins, now he makes all the difference in the world for the Cardinals, for Murray, but he hasn't played a lot of football either. The last time he played was two weeks before Christmas. He hasn't had a 100-yard game since 2020 uh, in Arizona. I mean, look, they, they've been outscored 41-3 to in the first quarter, 89-29 to in the first half. Uh, it, it's really... A bad situation for Arizona. I like the Saints and teasers just to tease them up through the uh, through the three and through the nine. Now they're getting plus the three. I would lean towards the Saints. I would lean towards an under, but not a game I am dying to bet here. Yeah, I'm with you, Will. I I, I don't know. I think the Thursday games are hard to bet. They're fun. I don't mind watching them. I'm not complaining about any game at all, uh, especially you know during during the fall. So I don't mind it. But I I just to me there's these two teams have so many question marks. The injury report. I mean, look, Hopkins is in the speed receiver. I mean, this team averages five eight per per. Uh, he averages five eight yards per attempt. 
I mean, do we think that Hopkins is going to cure that big explosive play? I don't think so. And this offensive line, to me, the strength of the Saints is their front. They can rush the passer when they get going. We'll see if they can do it tonight, but I would worry about that. And the way people are playing Murray, to me, tells me that, that they've got a pretty good handle on exactly how to how to play him. And you're not getting, yeah. Will, you're not getting a home field advantage. The, they were 3-5, and five, the Cardinals, at home last year. Remember, they were 8-1 and one on the road. They're 0-3 to open the season there at Arizona this year. It's not like you got a home field advantage with the Cardinals. Yeah, and the loser of this game is in a lot of trouble. I mean, there's the extra game now. There's the extra wild card spot. So it's not a season ender at two and five, but uh, it's pretty close. If you're two and five, you're, uh, you're you're in a world of trouble. And yeah, to go back to Hopkins, if you just look at his game logs from last year, it's a lot of 50 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards, 60 yards. You know, you think of Hopkins as his big play, big, you know, big time receiver. Uh, we started to see the production fall off. So, um, and again, he hasn't played since two weeks before Christmas. So is he going to be on a snap count, a pitch count here? I'm surprised this has gotten bet up to three in some spots. Well, the only thing I will say, they're so bad on third down, Will. They're one of the worst teams in third down. They're 31st and 31.9% on third down. Hopkins will give him somebody yeah. he can reliably throw the ball to that will catch it. The one thing about Hopkins, when you watch him, he's always covered. Always. He's always covered. You know, But he always comes down with the ball. It always works at his advantage. So uh, I, that might help their offense a little bit, at least keep drives alive. And, and I think, obviously, Dennis Allen knows this going in. Yeah. Hopkins, by the way, fellas, over at DraftKings, his number for receiving yards set tonight. Will, do you want to take a stab? I don't want to put you on the spot. You want to take a stab of what they have Hopkins tonight? They usually shade these a little higher because people like to bet overs. He's a big-name player. I will go, I don't know, 65 and a half or something Good like job, that. Good job, Will. It's 61 and a half. It is shaded 135 right. on the juice to the over. So, again, a pitch count, you would expect him to be on a pitch count. I, I would totally agree with that. The injuries are a big-time concern tonight. Just quickly, I did go over the 32-and-a-half on the rush yards with Kyler Murray. I just think, Michael, especially with those injuries in the middle of that offensive front, I think there's going to be some designed runs. Like, Murray has to look at him and say, I'm designing some runs for you tonight because we have to get this offense going. Yeah, I mean, they've got to find a way to get a 20-yard, 30-yard play in a drive. They just can't keep getting four yards, four yards, four yards, and then get into third down where they don't convert. I'm with you. they got to figure it out. And, you know, their, their execution has got to get – but the problem is it still start, it starts and ends with that offensive line. I mean, they can't – they really can't get control of the game because even when they're healthy, they're not good enough. Let, let no. me ask you, Lombardi. Let, let yeah, me put ahead. you on the GM spot. You're in week seven here. You're a GM. Your team has three first quarter points all season. You've been outscored 89-29 in the first half. What's the problem? Where do you start? Like, what's going on? Well, obviously, I think it starts with our game plan, right? I mean, like, typically, what you always want to evaluate is is what you, the first drive of the first game, the first drive of the game, and the first drive of the second half. What adjustments are we making? You know, now the first drive of the game against Seattle, they went right down the field. They got the ball first and goal with the two. He takes a three-yard loss. They can't get it in. The play calls down there don't work. At least he took the three points. But to me, I think it's a combination of, of a lot of things. I think it's a combination of the quarterback not really getting into it, the quarterback not making explosive plays, and the designs are not really there. I mean, there's some times where he's got some plays. He just doesn't make some throws. I mean, his body language, to me, Will, is the beginning and end of most all the problems. Interesting. And by the way, I mean, do do either of you ever feel like Kingsbury? Will, I'll just start with you. Do you ever feel like he's in a rhythm with the play calling? I, it's just, it really, it looks like he's running the same seven or eight plays every single game. No, 100%. You're totally right about that. Like, I, I think you guys said the other day, Hackett looks overwhelmed. Kingsbury, you're right, looks, looks always just sort of out of sorts. He does. He does, Michael. He, he kind of he starts I mean, to get twitchy late in games. You can see when they zone think, in on him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a lot. I think it's so much for these guys to handle, right? They're going to call the game. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day. Well, you know, Staley has people helping him with, you know, game management situations during the game. But, I mean, like, like seriously, that's what we want? You know, that's what we want. The head coach should – I mean, Brian Dayball has proven that if you take a step back and you manage the game and you kind of manage the two play callers with what you want the game to be, you got a better chance. I mean, if Kingsbury's smart, he's doing that. I mean, I think Vance Joseph's doing a nice job, but he needs to do a better job of understanding how to play the game. I mean, that was a low-scoring game, right? It's a low-scoring game, and you're turning down points? You're turning down points. You wonder why the average point is the lowest it's been in the NFL. 
or just keep turning down points like left and right. No big deal. Doug Peterson does it every week. Never dawns on him that he's he's one of the worst teams in the league on fourth down. Will your Cardinals, excuse me, your Vikings will host oh. these Cardinals. You got to buy. You're five and one. I I mean, we were talking about it as you know. I got a couple of minutes. Where's what's your take on your Vikings right now? It's funny. The last few years, they've been really good, just painfully unlucky. This year, that luck has come back to them full circle. They are not very good. They are somehow five and one. I had a couple big bets on Miami last week, plus three, plus three and a half. Dolphins outgained them by 250 yards. The Vikings had 13 possessions, I think, or 15 possessions, 13 three and outs. They had 11 first downs all day, and they win the game. I think if Waddle doesn't fumble, maybe it's a different story. Um, they're just, look, they're five and one, but they're kind of like the Giants here where it's a lot of luck. I don't know how good they are. They have all sorts of issues on defense. They haven't been great on offense, but you, you look up and you, you're somehow five and one. It's just uh, the story of the NFL. You know, they also in that game, if you if you watch that game, they had, you know, the, the Miami had over 100 yards in penalties. Yeah. I mean, every time Miami would get a drive going, they'd have a penalty back holding or, you know, you know, I mean, they had a ball down the field holding. They, they had the ball first and goal at the two. And it was called back for a holding call. And the the call never came on until, like, later. I mean, so, yeah, there's a lot of luck, I think, going on here because I think when you watch it, it it's pretty clear. I, I was going through a team rankings, and, and the, the luckiest teams in the league are, according to them, are the Giants, Philadelphia, Minnesota, the Jets, the Chargers, and the Titans are the luck. And the teams with the worst execution are Jacksonville, the Jets, Miami, San Francisco. Minnesota and Miami, every time I turned that on, they were punting the football. That was a gross football game. Will, before we say goodbye, Severino Valdez, tonight you're getting a price with your Yankees. Are you on them? No, Yankees will score one or two runs and lose like they always do in Houston. Astros will probably go up 2 nothing. <laughs> it's Mr. Yankee, Mr. Laker, Mr. Viking, Will Hill. Thank hey you, guys. Will. He does it all. We asked about the pretenders and contenders. What about the Giants? Where do they stand for Michael Lombardi? That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what do the most successful growing businesses have in common they're working together in slack slack is where work happens with all your people data and information in one ai powered place grow your business in slack visit slack.com to get started